Welcome to the Potter's Hour with Prophet Nanaseo Pukwisakodie, the senior pastor of the Well Prayer Center. Prophet Nase is passionate about God's people living a victorious life through faith, holiness, prayer, and fasting. And now, today's message. This is the Somebody say, why do you fast? Because Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone. Tell your neighbor, man shall not live by bread alone. And interestingly, it is the first scripture Jesus quoted when he was on earth. When Jesus Christ took on human flesh and God came on earth, the first scripture that came out of his mouth is, man shall not live by bread alone. That means that your major problem is food. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm concerned about the way you eat. Tell them. Tell them, I've been thinking about it. We have been talking about it. And we have been gossiping about it. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, that is the reason why we are fasting. Amen. And today, I want to just give you some four very important points here based on the teaching because um, if Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, then living by bread alone can endanger your life. Amen. It means that there is a time that you have to just make sure your stomach goes on leave and then your digestive system is on leave. It will give you longevity. It will also spiritually give you the opportunity to conquer anything the enemy wants to put on your life. Fasting is a major weapon God gives to the church. Hallelujah. But today I'm going to talk in connection of the fact that much as we are fasting, one of the ways you are going to benefit from the fasting is that your faith must come alive. Everything God promised you is delivered to you by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. So the just is required to live by what? Faith. That is the only way you can contact God. I wish. Now let me tell you something. You might not like it, but let me tell you this. Especially the chorus says, God is not moved by your tears. Tears don't move God. If you decide to cry, make sure there is faith in your tears. Murmuring don't move God. Complaints don't move God. You know, some of you, you wanted something from your boyfriend. He didn't want to give it to you. You cried and then he gave it. So you think that you can cry and God will give it. No, you can't manipulate God with your tears. Do you know the number of tears God has seen from the garden of Eden up to today? Your own is too small. So tell your neighbor, tears don't move God. I've seen some of you come to this altar. The way you lie at the altar and you are crying. God said, well, no, I mean, that, it doesn't move God. They just shall live by faith. Now, if you look at the epistles that Paul wrote, uh, I, I call him the first class apostle. Uh, uh, I've told you before, but repetition is a matter of learning. It all came by Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. So the first time we heard that word, the just shall live by faith. It was a prophetic word. It was spoken by a prophet. It said, behold, his soul, which is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his own faith. Behold, his soul, which is not lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his own faith. His own faith. His own faith. That means there is a place your pastor's faith cannot work for you. Your husband's faith cannot work for you. God might not accept your wife's faith. There is a place that God demands your own faith. And receive grace to develop your own faith. I've told you before, let me tell you. 
John Austin's mother, Joel Austin's mother, who was married to his father, John Austin was sick. He has cancer of the liver. Went to hospital, he wrote a book on it. And when he went at that time, his, his husband, John Austin, has mighty apostles of faith. His friends were Ora Robert. Oh my goodness. Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Copeland, name them. And all of them went to pray. And nothing was happening. He had an encounter, the Lord told him that. He said, Dodi, this time I'm not accepting your husband's faith for your healing. I'm not accepting Ora Robert's faith. I'm not accepting Kenneth Hagen's faith. It's between me and you. You either believe or you die. And she believed. 1983, she's still alive. Without faith, you are bound to fail. This is what Paul wrote to all the epistles of. He started Romans chapter 1, verse 17. He came back and turned the church in Rome and he said, now Listen to me, I'm telling you this. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. It is written that just shall live by faith. Habakkuk said, His faith. Paul said, By faith. So the just shall not live by complaint. One of the things that stopped the Israel from entering the promise is murmuring. Murmuring, 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 murmuring. The things you said that nobody is there, but you said them. These days, karma is very difficult. Hey! Hey! Hallelujah! The devil move all the difficult demons on your life. If you are Christians, you know everything you are permitted to say. The just shall live by his own faith. Well, those who are clapping, they are the ones who heard what I said. If you are a child of God, listen, it's not everything you are permitted. Your Bible said, let the weak say what? So God say, if you, when you are weak, you are not permitted to say I'm weak. For some reason, let the poor say what? There is no money in your pocket. I don't know how you are going to get the next me, but God said, don't say it. What is God trying to teach us? That God said, don't tell everybody you are poor. Instead of saying you are poor, tell them you are rich. Somebody say, if I said I'm lying, you are not lying. You are saying what God says. Say. Oh, come on here. Faith is just repeating what God is saying. I am not lying. If there's anything, go and blame God. God say, I shouldn't say I'm poor. So there's no money in my pocket, but excuse me. I am the richest guy in the church. I am the most loaded guy in the church. And let the poor says, I am rich. If you pick this one and you work with it, your fasting will produce meaningful results, unchallenging results, earth-shaking testimonies. That is what Apostle Paul is saying. And the just shall live by faith. Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 11. Paul keeps repeating this thing. Paul keeps repeating it. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. This is where it differentiates between law and grace. But Huh? No, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident. It is evident, but the just shall live by faith. When you see God keep repeating something, give it attention. Amen. This is why I'm convinced that Paul is the one that wrote the book of Hebrews. Because nobody made this statement. This one I'm convinced. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Paul said the same thing there. So this one I'm convinced. He said that now the just shall live by faith, but this is the key. If you start living by faith and you draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in you. So faith must not be a definition, it must be a lifestyle. Come on here, I'm preaching. I said faith must not be a definition, it must be a lifestyle. Are you getting it? Now for instance, when you meet Abraham, Abraham cannot define faith. 
Because to them, faith is not a definition. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Because the Bible says you must live by it. It means that you sleep by faith. You marry by faith. You raise children by faith. You write examination by faith. And it, what is faith? It's a vital link between God and man. What is faith? It's a vital link between God and man. What is faith? It's a spiritual force that connects man with God. What is faith? It's a spiritual force that connects the visible with the invisible. What is faith? It's practical expression of confidence in God and His word. What is faith? You, you practically express confidence in what God has said and what he has written down. What is faith? It's not a philosophy. It's not an ideology. It's a living force. So faith is a force. How do I know it's a force? It divides the sea. How do I know it's a force? It, 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 it puts children in the womb of a 90 years woman. The, oh my goodness. The Bible says by faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 11. So what is it? it, it it's a force. It's a living force. And it, because everything has a source, it has a source. And the source of faith is God's word. So it's a living force. Draw from a living word to produce living proofs. How do I know that? Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 2. By it, the elders obtain good report. So it's a producer of good report. So the hospital might give wrong report, but faith can change it. Number three, it's a therapy. There's something you call chemotherapy. It has all kinds of side effects, but faith therapy. My goodness, those who are clapping, they are getting it out. Faith therapy, it will take the sickness without trace. Are you getting what I'm talking about here? Today, may your heart be receptive to faith. No, the one that is living by faith can never be put to shame. Now, let me warn you, never love somebody who is walking by faith. He may be down today, but you take off like an aircraft tomorrow. That is faith. That is faith. That is faith. That is faith. That is what? Faith. Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 30. My goodness. Let me give you examples of faith in the Bible. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down flat by faith. No Buddhism, no Bakata, no caterpillar. Just shouting and believing in your shout. The supernatural forces went to oppression. A wall at the size of this room. Seven chariots can run on it and shall bring it down. So a faith shouting can send sickness away. It can eliminate cancer. It can eliminate diseases. The church shall live by faith 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 it will add color to your Christian life it will make you shine in the midst of darkness it is a light under the tunnel where there is faith there is hope where there is hope there is future there is a glorious future my goodness sit down and behave Hallelujah to Jesus. Now keep on going. Let me give them this one. My goodness. Huh? By faith, they harrowed Rahab. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. That means that when you are faith, God doesn't even count your past. It just changes you. This woman was an international prostitute. He appeared in the heroes of faith. Can you imagine Rahab's name there? But 
Oh. When I say bad, do you know what I was going to say? Aaron's name is not there. First high priest. One day I'll preach to you why. First high priest. Auntie Rahab. Oh man. I just love this woman. Among the people that when we get to heaven, you must find find this lady. International prostitute. But, and do you know, he didn't only appear, he appeared in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. It means that when you come, Jesus, mother, 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 you land. So, when you are faith, it doesn't matter your past. I say, when you are faith, it doesn't matter your terrible past. God will change it and make you a hero. By faith, the, 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 the Herod Rahab perish not with them that believe not. That believe not. That means everybody that perished in Jericho did not believe. She was the only one that believed. It's strong, but let me say it. Refusing to believe can cause you to perish. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm not the one saying it's there. Refusing to believe. Amen. Amen. When she had received the spice with peace. Come on, let's go there. Oh, this is what I wanted to tell you. And, and, and what, shall I, what shall I more say? For time will fail me to tell you of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, even David had committed adultery, the Bible said David also, it means that, it, it, I mean, he almost slip out, almost slip out, almost slip out, but also, David also, can you mean, God almost took him out of the tent, mm, hallelujah, ah, mention your name and say, me also, me also, mention, Nora also, Ivy also, mention your name, and I say also, May your name appear in the heroes of faith. God is still adding up. God is still adding up. And David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. Hey, so my name will appear. I will be there, the prophets. I will be remembered. Hallelujah. And the prophets, and the prophets. All of them faith. Who through faith, what did they do? They subdue kingdoms. Wow. Not sword, not ammunition, not AK-47. Through faith, they subdue kingdoms. They wrote righteousness. They obtained promises. That means that all the promises you have, it is faith that will manifest them. Without faith, you can stop the manifestation of the promises. God has promised to give you triplets. It is faith that causes the children to be conceived. My goodness. Faith, 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 faith. Obtain promises. Stop the mouth of lions. They didn't tie, they stopped the mouth of lions. So when Daniel went to the lion, it was faith that shut the mouth of the lion. I can hear the lion say, you can't touch me, I'm a child of God. And they stop the mouth of lion. Whether physical lion, family lions, abusian lions, faith can stop them. Because some of you don't have physical lion, but you have human lions in your family. You have human lions in your father's house. Human lions in your mother's house. But may your faith stop them. Oh, I can go deeper and say some of you have lions in your office. They are hated. They hate you. They don't like you. They don't wish you well. Haters all over. But first, stop the mouth of lions. I mean, your first stop there. Stop the mouth of lions. Wow! Quench the violence of fire. Do you know what they are talking about? Now, now I know it's faith because of the statement they made. I know it's faith. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Listen to them. Listen to their first statement. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us. And if he decide not to do it, we'll still not bow. 
and the Bible said they quench the violence of fire. Wow, quench the violence of fire. So the problem is not the fire you are in, it's your faith that is dead. You might be in a financial fire, marital fire, you might be in academic fire, whatever fire you find yourself, faith can bring you out. And it will be as if you have never been to the fire. The Bible said the fire they didn't have power on their hair, it didn't have power on their skin, it didn't have power on them. Now, this is the thing. Let me show you how dangerous the fire is. The people that were going to throw them into the fire died. Close to the burning furnace, they died. The soldiers died. But the people that were supposed to die, the Bible said even they didn't smell fire. Can I tell you something? The fire rather became like perfume on their body. When they came out, they were smelling good. They were smelling better than they went there. That is what faith can do. You have no idea. Now listen to me. I don't care which church you attend. It's useless sitting in the house of God without faith. One day you will curse God. You will behave as if God does not live. Or God does not exist. If you don't develop your faith, one day you will remember, you will complain. You will say things like, I've been paying my time. I don't know what is happening. Take God to court. And tell your chief justice to judge him. Take him to court. That is what I told you. I have a very big right in my prayer. God is always right. There's a problem between me and God. I should ask myself. God can make a mistake. So what is a problem between you and God? Ask yourself. God is always right. He can make a mistake. God is always right. That's what I told you. That the Lord's prayer that you pray. You call it the Lord's prayer. It's not Jesus' prayer. He only gives you a pattern for prayer. Jesus didn't pray that prayer never jesus never prayed the lost prayer do you know why and forgive us our trespass jesus never seen so who is he asking the trespass it's not in prayer don't, don't be religious there are a lot of things in the bible i see preachers preaching them it's a lack of understanding of the word of god jesus never seen and if you can't see you can't ask for forgiveness if you have never seen who are you asking forgiveness for? amen you are in church, you are a virgin. We are calling those. Okay, I'll rest my case. Stand to your feet and let's close. Can you imagine you are in church? We are calling virgins. And then you came. Oh, this one is real. Excuse me, excuse me. This is reality. This one is reality. Second virgin, we have the original virgin. That's what we are talking about. Yeah, when you are virgin, God knows. Do you know why I know God knows? This is what was said about Mary: a virgin espoused to a man called Joseph. A virgin. The Bible didn't mistakenly spell that word. A virgin. He didn't say secondary virgin. He didn't also say crystal virgin. Crystal virgin is those of you. Yes, yes, yes. Explain. I will not explain. However, there's another school of thought. One day a guy came to me, he was talking, he said, Daddy, I have served God if I'm a virgin. I said, Oh. Is that what you are using to threaten God for your blessing? And I told her, I said, thank God we're a virgin. It's only a glory for your husband. Virginity is not righteousness. You can be a virgin and go to hell. Yeah. 
I didn't marry my wife as a virgin. My first girlfriend was either class six or class two. But what's your problem? No, what is your problem? I'm telling my testimony. Class two. And some of you that are laughing, kindergarten, you, if you have to come to your home, we don't even know what, what are you talking about. Let, let, let's not mess the message. Let's continue the message. Hallelujah. Do you remember some virgins mix the access to heaven? And Jesus spoke a parable, and they were called foolish virgins. So you can be a virgin and be foolish. It's in the Bible. No, they have oil, but they don't have extra oil. That means virgin who cannot stand to the end. They don't have capacity. They don't have inner tenacity. When they went to town to go and buy the oil, we didn't know the story that happened before they returned. So by the time they came, Jesus locked the door. Why didn't they give them a stand? It's a mystery. Whatever they went to do, their God was silent. Some of them, they didn't have money. They probably collected the oil. What are you talking about? Don't people have appointment letter in kind? They pay in kind to get the letter. There are people working in offices. They are not supposed to work there. I don't know the word of God too much, but I know small, small. The small ones I know, I know. If you don't know, if you know, also for when they went to town, Jesus could have said they stay at least they are veg. He locked the door because when they went, they were coming. We don't know the story. We don't know what happened. Listen, don't go out. Or by the time you come back, the door will be locked. Don't go out. Stay in Portis. Stay around the brethren. I'm going out small. By the time you come back, your, your, your metabolism has changed. The viscosity of the oil. Give the Lord a clap of it. I'm preaching. Oh, you don't like what I'm preaching? So you want me to change the message? And preach what? The grace of God has covered every sin. And even the one you keep saying it, grace has covered it. Write it down. Amen. Tell your neighbor, get extra oil. Listen. The people that don't blink their eyes and complain about Ghana water closing, they have polytanks and reservoirs. The wise virgins and the foolish virgin both were virgins. The difference is that the wise virgin fasted and stored extra oil. They prayed, they seek the face of God, they were not putting a new wine in an old wine skin. They were not playing games with God. 
they were conscious of extra oil. Mm. When COVID-19 came in, and the devil managed to lock people in the room, those who had extra oil, they survived. Some churches have collapsed completely. I was in America, 1,500 churches shut down. COVID-19 was acid test to test the capacity of the church. To test the level of people's commitment to God. That one day, if we don't come to church again, we will survive as a Christian. One day, if there is anything that goes and stay at home, and let me see whether you can set me in your house, can you survive? Extra oil. That is the reason we are fasting. That's the reason we are praying. If Jesus fasted, everybody must fast. Everybody was being baptized. Jesus also being baptized and prayed. The heavens was open. And the spirit descended like a dove. Start your ministry. Wow. When I was reading the Bible, I said, all the miracles. Do you know something? Can you imagine the, the apostles saw Jesus raising the dead? Healing cripples. Raising cripples. Touching the leper. Leprosy that time was a contagious disease. You cannot touch a leper. Jesus touched them. They were healed. Wow. They never told Jesus to teach them how to heal. They never told Jesus to teach them how to raise the dead. Master, teach us to pray. Teach us how to pray. That means that they find out that the secret to his miracle was his prayer life. You don't want to pray. You don't want to pray. How will you find it? Girls, I want to point, look at you and tell you that your future glorious marriage is connected to your prayerful life now. If you are not prayerful before you marry, you can never be prayerful after marriage. All lies are parallel. All truths are parallel. Live by faith. Live by faith. Do you know why we are fasting? Faith. Somebody said, when you fast for 50 days, what will you get? I don't know. You don't get before you believe. We are not permitted to get before we believe. Do you know why? That is even why nobody must test you before you marry you. Why are you looking at me some way? No. Because everything is by faith. Everything is by faith. Everything is by faith. Everything is by faith. It's a substance of things you hope for. It's a substance of things you hope for. It's a substance of things you hope for. It's the evidence of things you don't see but you believe God is faithful. So listen. I hear somebody said, faith is a risk. And I tell the Bible, I said, no. Faith is not a risk. It's unbelief that is a risk. It's unbelief that is a risk. Do not mama as they murmured and they were beaten by serpents. Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith. So the people that will benefit from this word this morning is told after church, they will mix the word with faith. <laughs> Everything you see in Porter City is a product of faith. We didn't come here with millions. We still not. We have not borrowed one person to do what we do here. We don't own anybody dead or alive up to today. And this is a multi-million dollar project. Faith. 
So you don't need to be a beggar. You just have to be a faith giant. Everything will change. Now watch this. This is a revelation that shocked me. Do you know, man, but Jesus came to stay here for 33 years. <laughs> no banker come. He never put money in his pocket. Never. Jesus never touched money. He wants the coin for demonstration. Who has, who has, a, who has a pen here? Whose superscription is on it? Jesus, I didn't have one. That is why I always don't preach with money in my pocket. Have you noticed every time I want money, I ask people, I don't preach because Jesus never preached with money in his pocket. But he meets all his knees. All his knees. Potter's R is brought to us by Potter's Dube Mineral Water. For more purchase, call 0274-009933. Thank you for joining us on the Potter's R. We believe you've been blessed with today's message. Join us same time tomorrow for the continuation of this message. To order for this message and other messages by Prophet Nase Pukusakode. And for all inquiries, call these numbers. Plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra. Ghana. We invite you to worship with us at Potter City Mutual Prom Prom Road Friday Mega All Night Service 10pm to 4.30am Sunday morning empowerment service 8.20 to 11am. God bless you. This is the power.